0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bourbon and Boca podcast. I brought the music back.
1: I know. It's It's pretty pretty good.
0: It is exciting. (laughs) So everybody listening out there in podcast land, I am co-host Travis McQueen.
1: And I am Kimberly Garner.
0: And today we have a super, super special, Kim... We're so special. not we're famous. Like no, we are super famous. famous. We, we just well, in my He's again. he's famous. Like <laughs> our guest is famous, right? But but he's only coming on the show because we are so famous. So yeah. we you know, we we appreciate helping his stardom kind of get <laughs> yeah. out there. Um but guys, we have Stan Moniz.
1: Did you do it correctly that I time? did do it correctly. Stan,
2: was that right? Yay. Yeah,
1: you get a sticker (laughs) i do get a sticker
2: i'm not french i'm portuguese you got it right
0: (laughs) (laughs) so stan moniz is a sony alpha artisan of imagery he is one of my heroes he is the he is the guy that i know you've seen if you've ever seen any beautiful wave shots like or any kind of like surf stuff like i'm I'm willing to say seven times out of ten it's it's an imagery I'm so, from Stan. Yeah.
1: I, I'm so impressed by those shots too, because I would just drown trying to get them. Possibly,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not, I barely
1: walk on land. So.
2: It, not to correct the uh, Travis, but I'm an Alpha Collective member. Oh. yeah. There's Alpha Collective, and then there's the artisan series. So I don't want people to be like, Nah, what? There's artisan <laughs> <in> now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, it's still pretty awesome. Google it's definitely Travis. pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, so Stan, if you could, man, just, just give us a, a little bit more about you, man. Just just talk to us, brother.
2: Yeah, right on. Uh, well, I live currently in Orange County, California now. I moved out here in 2001. Um, and you probably can hear it through my accent. I have kind of a pigeon accent. It's from Hawaii, right? So I was actually born and raised on Oahu, uh, the island of Oahu, Hawaii. And, uh, basically, I was born and raised on the west side of the island, and I moved to the North shore of Oahu, when I was about 13 or 14, went with my mom and, um, I, not to, not to, to make the story any longer, but, uh, I started surfing. I mean, I lived right on the beach, man. It was, uh, it was amazing. So I started surfing and then started bodyboarding and, uh, I I fell in love with bodyboarding and, um, through the years, you know, I progressed to a, a stage where I got some sponsors, stuff like that. And then at 18, I turned professional and um which this is this all kind of wrapped into the photography it's yeah. kind of a cool story so um being that you know being a pro uh my sponsors would send me on all these crazy trips to south africa bali oh australia you know so it was it was pretty pretty rad you know my teen years my early 20s and stuff like that so what was really cool is i would go i would go on these trips with some of the best of the best back in the day brian billman um russell hoover tom boyle don king which is the not the fighter promoter, but the cinematographer. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So like Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom, sorry, Hank photo. Um, I said Tom Hanks. I don't know why I said that. But just like, just like, really, that'd be awesome if he was a photographer. But um, it it was uh, no, it was a really cool time. Um, you know, I shot with those guys, uh, for magazines, for you know, promotional ad stuff. You know, on the island in Hawaii and traveling, yeah. and then through those travels, um, I would you know, ask questions about the camera stuff. You know, back then it was just, it was all film, right? Yeah. And it, it's mm. a funny story because, you know, you know now we shoot on SD cards and we shoot, you know, thousands of photos, right. so, you know, depending on how much makeup you have. But back then they had 35 shots, you know, or 24 shots. And, you know, I was learning the film techniques. Like, I would ask Brian, like, hey, dude, like, how are you shooting us? Like, what's, what's shutter speed? Yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, well, Stan, you know, for action, you got to be at a thousand shutters. Minimum, you know, to capture, you know, this is for surfing sake, but not, you know, for shooting planes and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. So I was picking up all this stuff, and then um that kind of, you know, translated to, you know, what I do now. So um, you know, you know, a few moons later, um, you know, I was bodyboarding, and then the bodyboarding industry kind of, kind of died off. Like the sponsors were pulling away. They actually put their money more into the surfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, side of things on the women's side which is totally fine you know just <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to make money you know yeah. women oh, yeah. buy a lot of stuff right yeah <laughs> <Me too. laughs> like roxy and all that stuff yes. but, but you know yeah you know case in short it's like you know i got i was also a musician as well i got really into music and i you know i met a really uh good group of guys um and i joined this band and it was called national product so i was doing bodyboarding and like music in my 20s as a bodyboarding industry in you know, the scene was kind of down you know it's kind of like what do you do next you know
3: yeah.
2: i always consider myself a creative like an artist or you know, so I was, anything i had my hands in it was more on that kind of side you know yeah. of the fence um yeah, at the workshop i think um javis but uh i got into music and the band actually did really well on the island and then what we what we decided to do was like, hey, you know what? If we want to really make this happen, we gotta to move to California. So we did. We went out to Cali. So how how,
0: how uh, old were we had, you guys when you all kind of got got national product together and actually was like, you know what? Like, we're, we're gonna to have to go just pack up and go to California to really pursue this. Like, how old was you?
2: I I actually how old was you?
3: What That's is awesome. you, Stan? How how old is you? I, what
2: is I? I'm a human being. <laughs> the whole, the I, of uh, no, here. I think I. Yeah, totally right. Uh, no, I, I I'm actually a lot. Well, now we all all like our ages caught up to each other. Now they're all, all old parts like me now. <laughs> but I was like a lot older than they were at the time. Like I was in my mid late twenties, and they're like just getting into their early twenties. You know. Oh wow. So young man, dude. Andy, dude yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm 46. I'm still pretty good, you know? Pretty Not, young. You're, you're but, I'm um, pushing
1: 40 and in denial, so. <laughs> that's,
2: it's that's it's all good, <laughs> yeah. But um, I would say we came out here in 2002. Mm. Wow. So that's, I don't even know which how Which feels how like yesterday,
1: but then you think, and it's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. We, we came out here on a few little tours, and then we actually played with uh, Midtown, the Ataris, I don't know if you ever heard of the Atari. They were pretty big back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Travis is and, young. And then, <laughs> yeah, that was like the emo, the emo phase, right? Oh yeah, yeah, so, I remember. Yeah, so so we did that. It was fun, and then uh, we went home. And then what had happened was my mom had passed. Oh man. So my only family, you know, was pr- pretty much the band, you know, and like I like I like lost all my you know all my energy in in surfing, in bodyboarding because my mom was like the backbone of of that so like you know yeah. when you lose somebody and they're really attached to you you know they kind of help you make you who you are yeah you know no 100 percent. it was like 50 percent of me was gone you know so i kind of just like i just like literally packed up and left the bodybuilding anymore. like i like vanished it was like houdini yeah. you because know, they there's still magazines and still money to be made and it was fun but like i felt that chapter of my life was kind of done yeah you know so I I just put all my all my energy into the band and we came out here and we slaved, man. I mean, we we're drinking Steel reserves and <laughs> water and eating side men. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was really bad. And I'm like, what am I doing right now? Like, i <laughs> yeah. came by like early, you know, almost thirties, and I'm freaking eating ramen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but
1: top ramen, <laughs> we, we,
2: you're right? No, but I mean, we were broke, dude. We were super super broke, and. Yeah. We toured. We got a van. We toured the country. We toured Canada, and we eventually got you know on the radar from a bunch of different labels, um, and you know we eventually got signed. So that it was that's what you know was the cool thing because then you know we we had. Man, this, I don't even know how long this podcast is, dude. <laughs> you're not, good. Probably, no,
0: you're good, man. I have heard know, what like, we did like, yesterday. I,
2: <laughs> it, I can do two hours of this. This is like it. Just a bat alone is like a two-hour story. Yeah. But long story short, we, we, you know, we uh, we we signed to R and M Artists Records, was actually a um, uh side spin off of Sony Records, which is funny because now I'm a Sony off a collective, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that is that's, so, that's uh, a whole circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh we did our uh, album with uh, James Paul Wisner which did like Dashboard Confessional oh yeah uh, you know a lot of big bands we did, we did that actually in Florida um and you know we we lived there for six months and then it it was it was a crazy it was a crazy time but then we started touring with when the album came out we started touring with like uh Vandals No Doubt Rise Again <sighs> Yeah, so
1: jealous so, of the Gwen Stefani. Right well, <laughs> I mean,
0: so no doubts is awesome, but yeah. being able to tour with Rise again—this is like, the
2: early days, uh, yeah, early years. Yeah, yeah oh, like, no doubt. Yeah,
0: that's still—I mean, like, like that's that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> literally, those were <laughs> I feel like the, the best days.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were there were like you know one-off shows and stuff, but we would play these big arena shows, you know, and and then we came back to Hawaii and we were like the rock stars of the island. Yeah, days. yeah, it was like. Dude, we, we were like topping the chart for the entire summer over at Lincoln Park in Hawaii. Wow. You know, it was wild. Yeah. yeah it, so it was just a wild, wild time, dude. I mean, like I said, I can go on and on and on. But long story short, you know, everything, every everything comes to an end. All good things come to an end. To And our band um, came out too early. Yeah. Our music style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. no, we had that. You ever heard of Thrice?
3: Yeah. Yeah
2: so we had a thrice kind of sound like rise against, but we, we also had a lot of more like electronical influence. Cause yeah. I would do the keyboards and sampling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, it's, the music, it's a hit, right? It's like, you gotta like, the bad has to come out when it's time right. to come out. Yeah. So a lot of people say you're, you are too ahead of your time. We got on K rock for a minute and we're out because it's just a timing, you know? And then, there was a whole thing of managing and booking and dude, that is just a machine in itself, dude. You know, yeah. so that it be me being freelance now, I love it because if I if I mess up, it's my fault. Yeah, it's yeah. not the bass player's fault. It's not the you know singer or manager or booking or this guy or that guy. It's your it's your own doing. You yeah. know, and it's nice to have a control over my own life. So, you know, things are kind of. Slowing down, and we didn't know what to do and stuff. And we were we're done, dude. We were doing it for like twelve years, you know. That's
1: a long time. um, We're we're all
2: years. (laughs) yeah. We're all super still good friends. There was there's no like bad juju between any of us. We just was like, hey guys, we're done, dude. We can't do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So then everybody got girlfriends, got married, (laughs) had kids, got and then so this leads into the photography side. So in two thousand twelve or eleven ish my um, my energy and love for the ocean kicked back in. And because now I live in California, I live next to places like The Wedge, you know, Newport Beach or Seal yeah. Beach. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome shore break stuff. Then I can go San Diego. And now I live in Laguna Beach, which is some of the best waves, you know, in, soil, in, yeah. Or, yeah. in Orange County or California in general. And that's where you see all those nice, pretty shots. And that sparked up. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start bodyboarding again. So I said bodyboarding again, but then I reconnected with these older cats in my generation from the nineties that yeah. live out here now. So they're taking me to all the spots. It's like almost a, you know, reignition of the of the bodyboarding days, right? So it, then I bought a GoPro. Oh a GoPro's GoPro yeah.
0: Oh man. So right? when you when you got I, back then, into this, was it kind of like, you know, obviously with with the chapter, you know, previously then you, you went into the the national product. And then once that kind of chapter closed, like was just kind of like, um, like, did you kind of have this moment where it was like a new stand, like kind of refalling in love with this kind of stuff again, where you kind of like, kind of reminisce on some of the old things that you used to do, but you coming out with like a new perspective or was there any kind of like shift with that kind of stuff? Or was you just like, Hey, you know, this, this feels comfortable to do it. Like what, what kind of, what did that feel like to you kind of going back to that bodyboarding?
2: I. No, it was, no, absolutely. It was like a, it was a, it was a fire, dude. Like it, that couldn't go out. You know what I mean? Like at that time I started working at FedEx. I was to uh, did you ever
1: consider getting some lame, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like boring it, job? No, I, I was actually, you know, I was actually a courier for a lot of my life. Like I was working for DHL. You know, I, I did, you know, boy, uh, like, um, what is that? Uh, you know, worked for like Goodwill and yeah. Boy and Girls, uh, Googles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up, you know, like the pinnacle of the courier career is like UPS or FedEx, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I became the FedEx, you know, the FedEx courier had this bomb route and everything else. <laughs> so, no, like, no it, it, was a, it was a great time. FedEx is super awesome. And the people there supporting me, like, they were like my brothers and sisters. It was awesome because, so eventually, so I had that FedEx job, but in the morning, I would wake up every morning, like I still do um, before work, and I would get my GoPro. And I would go bodyboard, but then I slowly started ditching the bodyboard and just jumping in the waves with the GoPro. Yeah. And I was getting these really cool photos. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And then my friends are like, bro, you're not bodyboarding anymore. What are you doing? Yeah. And, and this and this at this time in you know eleven 2011 twelve ish something like that. Um, it did the shooting in the water wasn't that cool yet. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't kind of uh there was only a few people and there were the old school cats that did it. It wasn't like, you know, everyone was doing it yet. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, how are you having fun doing this? I'm like, dude, it's so sick. Like watching the sun come up and having all the light hit the barrel on the inside. And you know, like, it's just like, it's rad. It's just super cool. Yeah. So I would take these photos to work and show them to my managers and, so they would almost be expecting me to come in with, you know, <laughs> photos new. on my phone, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would transfer them to my phone. Yeah. And then I started, yeah. So and then I started, this was kind of before Instagram got big, Facebook was, you know, getting really big. Mm-hmm. And you can make out, you know, your photography page and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I started posting them to the page and then Outdoor Photographer Magazine, um, this is a good uh, segue into the magazine stuff. Um, I, I love that magazine because they had, uh astrophotography landscape and we'll get into the astro thing in a minute. Yeah. But um the I started posting and tagging outdoor photographer, outdoor photographer, and then one day they had called me and go, Hey Stan, we know some people that you know and they really like your work. Would you like to write an article for Outdoor Photographer magazine? I'm like,
0: Hell yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: And, and and this is when they were still pretty big. Like the pay was good. It was two thousand fourteen ish. Uh, but at this time, I had already upgraded. I um, I, I followed Chris Burkhardt for many years, and yeah, I started that, that, doing some work. that guy's
0: a him. hero of mine. Like, if there's oh, a, yeah, so, dude, I so mean, meeting you was, was was well, shocker, everybody. I, I've met Stan in person. But we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But meeting you it was seriously a, a huge dream of mine. But I will say, like, if there's two other photographers in the world that I, I really, really would love to meet, it would be Chris Burkhard and Renan Osterk. Like, those guys are, are uh, phenomenal, dude, I mean, too.
2: I don't know Renan too well. I mean, uh, we're acquainted, but I know Chris a little bit. And, dude, yeah, he's as sweet as you would ever think he is. He's a really good guy, dude. Super yeah, that's good always guy. always good to hear, because you don't want to hear that there. Yeah, no, yeah. Tools. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there, is of, there, there is a lot of tools out there is there. Uh, I'll touch that. But I'm not, you know... I'm yeah. not going
0: to. Um, no, 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 100%. would that. So, so kind of go, going right? back to, to, you know, you, you started this kind of stuff. Um, you, you said, you know, you've been following Chris Burkhardt. Um, so, where did it go from there?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I started doing some little tiny work for Nikon. And, I mean, sorry, Nikon uh, Surfline. And he was a Surfline photographer. And I looked up to him, you know, for the stuff he was doing. And I was like, I need to get a better camera. So, I, I started following Chris and stuff like that. And he was using a Sony NEX 5N. And yeah. that came out in two thousand ten ish, ten, and then there was the uh, like the you know the other models. So I bought that, and then I bought a cheap housing. I think it was called of Miticon housing from eBay. Put that in the eBay. housing. At, yeah, yeah, right. Who uses eBay? I don't know. If it's no, but I remember when it anymore. first
1: came out, it was a whole thing.
2: Yeah, y- yeah, it was a huge deal. There was no Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if I knew, I would have bought freaking a stock in Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, but um. Yeah. So that camera was awesome. I mean, it had a flash. It was like 60 megapixels. I was like, Oh my God, this is so sweet. <laughs> so I got that went in the water and then, you know, started getting better shots, you know? Yeah. And then that had me, you know, got the attention of a company called Aquatech I- imaging Solutions.
3: Yep. Yep. Which Aquatec. is
2: my sponsor now. Yeah. For many, many, many moves. So they were looking for a California, you know, uh, Rep or you know ambassador, and my name kept coming up in the community. So I met the guys, and they're like, "Hey Stan, I know you're shooting with this n five M," and they're like, "Sony's aren't going to go anywhere. You need to get a Nikon." I'm like, Shut "No, dude, I want my I want to shoot with the Sony." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, if you want if you want a free house, you got to get a Nikon." I'm like, "All right." So I got the Nikon D seven seven thousand, I uh-huh. believe, and then Aquatech guys actually hooked me up with Tokina. And they're like, wow. Hey dude, we got this kid. He's super, super like am the one he does. I think, you know, you would work really well, you know, with him. Yeah. So I went to the Tokina office the same day and they and then uh his name is Greg Napoli, which is kind of like I I see him as my older brother now. Yeah. We have an awesome relationship for so long. And he he was one of those guys, he's kind of like an unsung hero on my side. He helped me like part the ways and how to do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's been in in industry forever. That's, you know he works for Slick, for Totina awesome. Bajoya, for Hoya, Col- for Coke, for Koken, amongst all. You know, he works for Nikon. Anyway, they gave me a Tokina 11 to 16 and the crop version, and off I went. And those photos were shot at the wedge. Those first photos I shot with that lens, and the Nikon made it to Outdoor Photographer, I and mean, they they had put one of the photos on the cover.
0: Oh wow!
2: So my first publication was on was in Outdoor Photographer magazine.
0: That um, That is absolutely phenomenal.
2: Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's like, I made it. I'm like, <laughs> not really. But, <laughs> but, know,
0: like- but I mean, that's a huge, I mean, that's a huge stepping stone, man. I, I will say, you know, I, I've not had anything like that happen. the The thing that helped, or the thing well, that I dude. would equate to keep that, working. was yeah. the was the Astro shot that Sony Images shared from, yeah, that, from the that, workshop. That, 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 that was money. That 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 I guess what was was my like, oh my god, I'm going places, and then like a week later, nobody cared about it. I, but I was like, dude, either way, like that that, that, that was. was cool.
2: I remember that. Yeah, yeah.
0: such a such an awesome it, shot.
2: It, it's just it's all little stepping stones, dude. You got to like take it. It's a win, and you gotta if you want to keep climbing that hill, you got to you know, this pursuing and and pushing forward and, and, you know, leading to the Astro thing. Um, because of course Astro is a massive side of, you know, a big side of what I do. Yeah. Um, So,
0: so just to kind of going back a little bit. So you, you went, went from surf. Okay. And then what, mm -hmm. and then you, you you know, you do Astro now. So kind of tell us about that transition. Was you just kind of like, well, the surf can only do so much or like, was you like Astro is the future or was you just always interested in the stars, because I think there's an interesting story with with your love for stars, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So that is that is all on my mom's shoulders. Uh, so basically, man, let me let me remember this. So the first time, so my mom was really like she she was a massive like nerd. Like she she's so geeked out on the stars and you know astronomy and stuff like that. And I believe it was in 1986. So i would have been 13 no 12, i was 12 years old haley's comet came mm. through. Wow. and my mom and my dad had separated you know it was a you know it was a bad time and stuff and we were broke and my mom bought this super cheap telescope it woke me up and i was kicking and screaming and in hawaii they call you boy or girl so yeah. they'd be like he, she, it was like two o'clock in the morning. She's like, "Stanley, boy, wake up, wake up!" I'm like, "No, it's, what the <laughs> hell? What are you trying to do?" You know? So she dragged me in the car, took me to the top of Mount Hill. I'm set up this telescope, and I'm crying and like just being a little brat. Complaining, yeah. And she's like, and she's like, "Boy, look at this!" And then boom, Haley's comet was in the scope, and I was just like, I just lost my shit. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like, wow. And then at that time. Makatila was dark like as dark as Dead Valley but now yeah. there's tons of homes there you know mm. so like you, you know how, like the, the switch goes on like ding! and then I was just so addicted to the stars like I remember that, that those first two weeks I didn't even, I didn't even go to the beach because Haley's Comet was going to be around for another three weeks so I had gone with my friend Dana and the mom took us and you know and it was just insane dude yeah so like I, I think um, it comes back every seventy-five years, I believe, and I would probably be like eighty-five or eighty-six years old. Yeah. So you would be when were you born? Like ninety or ninety-one? I, 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 I was born in
0: ninety, February fifth, nineteen
2: ninety. Yeah. So see, you would you, be here. you you know you, you you'd be a pretty young buck, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So yeah, it it, it comes back in 20, 2061, I believe. Um, I mean, but check it out. We just seen Comet New One, right? Yeah. Yeah. But dude. Halley's comet was way bigger than that. Wow! And and when Halley's comet, when the comet comes back around again, it's going to be even bigger because of the orbit around the planet. Yeah. So anyway, my mom got me into astro. Okay. Yeah. You know. So, when I was shooting, you know, the you know the surf, I started getting. I understood the cameras, manual settings, shutter settings, aperture. I knew the camera, but in back of my mind, I'm like. And I kind of want to go out to the desert. Like, yeah. I want to start shooting stars. But this kind of like complete it opposite. always linger. It was a lingering thing in my mind. And then one day, I told my I was my with my buddy Dudley. I was like, "How far is Joshua Tree?" And he's like, "I don't know. I've never been there." And we looked it up. It was like two and a half hours. Like, dude, it's so close. Yeah. So we went out there, and yeah, I took my first shots out there at Bar, uh, uh, Barker Dam, um, kind of all, all along that road that I. Uh, took you yeah um th- those are like the first trees i ever shot in like in 2012 ish or something like that Wow. um you know so i i was going out there a little bit by little and then and then my whole surfing um side of my photography took off like i was shooting for magazines and stuff like that and then i started drifting to the desert because my heart was set on that and everybody was like what are you doing dude like you're like you just made a name for yourself and now you're like veering off in this direction. No one cared about Astro back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm just following my heart. And, and, and just to be honest, when I was in the desert, because my mom passed, I felt like I was, you know, with my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you, was you, what you had that, that
0: the you know had that time with yourself and kind of just that time to kind of be in that universe and then kind of reconnect through those stars. Oh,
2: yeah, dude. So I felt like she was looking down on me, you know, and then there's a lot of, a lot of crying and soul searching and, but yeah. I and mean, then, but eventually, you know, it became part of my, my uh, you know, my repertoire with, with photography, which is crazy. It's crazy because, I, you know, I love to teach. I love showing people how to do certain things and techniques. And I had one workshop when I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. And everyone was so stoked on it. I'm like, man, I should start doing this more. And then it just became a thing. And then I got hooked up with Sammy's camera. And, you know, people... You know that you know companies you know um, that sponsor photographers love when the the photographers are educators, yeah, know, presenters, yeah, hundred percent. Because obviously you know they have an opportunity to sell gear, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's there's always a give and take, right? Yeah. But the thing is, they they just love the that you know the love of it, the art and stuff like that. So people started gravitating. Go, hey, dude, let's go do a workshop in Hawaii. or Let's do wanting I mean, Dead Valley or here and there. And now it just kind of it blossomed, blossomed into this huge thing, which is kind of the one thing I look forward to every month. I have one this Saturday. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and we're focused on, like, the winter arch, which is, like, some of the brightest stars in the sky. You have Orion, Cirrus, California Nebula, Galadies, which is the Open Star Cluster. What else? Flame, Horse Horsehead Nebula, the Witch's Head. So you have all this stuff in this one area. Yeah. But then, like, when I think when you were with me, we were catching... The, the great rift, you yeah. know, like the last, yeah. the setting of the Milky Way. So it's like, I, I still have a lot to learn. And it's, I mean, dude, it's huge. And there's so much to learn. Well, that's, and, um,
0: that's something in, in photography that, That I I think is probably a disconnect with so many people. And I I do want to circle back and talk about your workshop too. But I think, and again, this is just my own opinion, but there is a lot of people in the photography industry, they don't have that constant student mindset. And Maybe Kim, you could probably agree with that. But it's like they get to this point where they think they know it all and and they just kind of get very... um, complacent arrogant. So yeah. arrogant maybe but you know they just kind of sit they just kind of sit stagnant they know what they know and they're happy with that and that's great for them but they don't have that hunger to to do more and I think it's that hunger to do more that that always that constant student mindset learning more how else can I do I think that's ultimately what's going to set you apart from your peers later on down the line because you're going to have a tool you know a tool chest full of tools you know whereas they just have like a few like screwdrivers and maybe a hammer and it's like i
1: think i only have a few screwdrivers and a hammer that's all i got right now (laughs) i'm like are you yelling at me are you talking to me
0: So, so
2: yeah, totally get it, man.
0: So, um, for all the listeners out there, Stan Moniz Moniz has a (laughs) for some reason it's in my (laughs) head now. I, I, the whole like Monez is in my head and it's yeah, it's paranoid now, but, um, but. I knew you, um, I reached out to you because I, for me, I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to do something. I want to actually take this photography uh, somewhere. I want to do more into travel and landscape type stuff. And I remember Googling workshops for photography. And there was a a few people um, from the Sony universe. I was like, well... You know, I can't really travel anywhere too far right now. So I'm just trying to find the perfect one. And then you popped up. And I followed you on Instagram for a long, long time. Oh, and sure. um, and I seen that you had the workshop in, in, in October. And I reached out. And it's like, hey, man, do you have any any openings at all. Like I, I just went for it. I mean, I know it said it was booked, but I was just <laughs> going to go for it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, you, you, you had that position open. I was able to come and for anybody out there who, who seriously wants to do a workshop, especially when it comes to, to astrophotography or just learning more about photography in, 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 in any just general kind of connotation, um, please seriously sign up for for one of Stan's workshops, um, he's a, an amazing teacher. He can get you amazing shots that will be shared on Sony Images. Um, yeah, so shout out That's to your, right.
1: your workshop. <laughs>
0: so we're not sponsored by by Stan's <laughs> workshops, but we're just by just
1: anybody yeah. we're in the garage. <laughs> but
0: but seriously, yeah. uh, so Stan, seriously, your your workshops are amazing. I do kind of want to brag just for a second though um, on Sony and. <laughs> Because I mentioned yeah. Sony and everyone in every one of them, like, these podcasts, but the what com, the community that Sony has made within their ambassadors and artists and this is amazing. Because everybody, um, for the most part, I think I've only reached out to one, you know, that I've never gotten an answer back, but it's because they're super busy. But everybody's been super helpful and very like over the top, like, "Hey, like, let, let's get you on this path. Let's let, let's let's do X, Y, and Z." Yeah. like, super supportive. And I feel that within, you know, everything that each individual person does outside of Sony. So it's not like you go to like Kando or some event and they're nice. You guys are, are super helpful on, on the outside too. It's like, hey, no, like, yeah. doesn't matter what you do, what you shoot. Like, let, let's come together and let's build each other. So the community that Sony has made amongst her artisans is absolutely amazing. And the the community that you've made, um, just on your own stuff with your own brand in these workshops is just phenomenal, man. I mean, the people that signed up for your workshops do become friends for life. Uh, there's, oh, been, yeah, there's been a yeah, few, a few people that's, that's messaged me on Instagram from that workshop that night that's been super like, hey, man, look at this shot I took. And we're all just. Kind of talking about, dude, that's so awesome, man. Stan would love that. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. So just that community, man, is is super huge to me and to us. And I just want to commend you and Sony for that because it's 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 super rad. But
2: yeah, no, yeah, it's it's all like you know you just gotta be you, man. You know, and I'm what you see is what you get, and I think you know that by now. You know what I mean? Like, it's and 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 you know, Sony picked picked them well. You know, I think they they picked the team. You know. In the arts as well. They know, they know the fit, you know, they know like they need people that are just willing to help everybody out. I mean, it is about helping the community because when when you want to hold on too much,
3: mm-hmm.
2: y- you you don't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like you said about like when people just know what they know, you know, you, you should always be an open book, you know, because it yeah. lets people in because it, it lets people know that you're just a normal dude or yeah. normal gal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like everybody else.
0: No, a hundred percent. So, um, tell, tell us more kind of just about your workshops. Like go ahead and, and take that time. Oh no, we lost Stan. Oh, I, Stan, what happened?
1: It was getting a little fuzzy. Oh, yeah, here happened. we go.
0: <laughs> Stan, are you there?
2: Uh-oh. We,
0: we're, we're having some technical difficulties
2: here. We can start wherever you need oh, to. Oh, don't worry. No, you yeah, know yeah.
0: what? We're, we're 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 going to cut it out, man. Because I thought it, it's it's pretty funny. So it's good. We're just going to keep it rolling, man.
2: Okay, I don't even know where I left off. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I, that's a- I, I was like super like sentimental and like, crying <laughs> on the phone. And you didn't even take any of that off. <laughs> so no, um uh, no no basically I was saying is just like you know Sony picked the team really well you know uh, on the artist side and the collective side they they know you know, they know that it's all about the community and the people that are on the team feel the same way, you know? Yeah.
1: 100%. Well, and there's so many people, too. Like, we always talk about people looking for workshops or looking for mentorships and different things, and we're always like, look into who you're giving your money to for these things, because yeah. they're not yeah. always yeah. experts in what they claim to be, or they're just really good at marketing and not actually being a decent person slash photographer yeah
2: so. you know the 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 decency is number one you know like kobe brown like is one of my favorite photographers and i got to do a big trip with that guy and dude I mean, he, he and he was telling me he goes bro relax dude you're just you're just like me but i i see him as this being you know I mean? like, a, an icon in my street you know what i mean when you when yeah. you see something that you're so inspired by.
0: Yeah, my and relationship he, with you. Yeah, yeah same yeah, thing. He, he's he's
2: <laughs> yeah, like I said, he's just like everybody else. Yeah. And I had, you know, he gave me an opportunity to work with him in Norway in shooting shooting oh, his workshop gosh. video and a big d Nation um, project. And now we're good friends, you know? Um, and now when I see him, I'm not going to have that anxiety. It's really funny, right? How yeah. Starstruck. <laughs> certain people can like make you, yeah, feel that way. and and um, And I'm just, I'm very grateful. And I I tell them, I'm like, hey, dude, thank you for doing that. Because, like, I I feel, and I feel the same way, too, like, when I do certain things with people. Like, I have workshops in, I had a workshop in Hawaii, and these two guys, they followed me for so long. They were so timid. They could barely talk to me. (laughs) It it was like they were looking at prints or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, dude, I'm just a normal dude, man. (laughs) It's just like you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, but that's probably how they felt. Well, how I feel with Kobe per se, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you no, know, it's just you just got to be yourself. You well, know? it's a and rare you, thing, you know. Though. I think people
1: for for I, someone I, to I, be nice. You know, yeah, I,
2: yeah, I guess I, you know, coming I'm from just, Hawaii, it's a different thing, mm. you know. So.
0: It's just like the cultural difference, though. You know, like different places, you know, have different culture. Like, nice in Hawaii would be much different than the nice people of New York, too. So there is like the cultural perceptions that's totally (laughs) different. Yeah, (laughs) the Midwest nice, where seventeen-year-old girls can legally go drink, (laughs) which is
2: yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cold. I've been burned a bunch of times out here because I was too nice or thought they were being, Mm. you know, like sincere, but they weren't. So I learned really quick. I'm like, oh, what, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you, you definitely got to, you know, still at the same time be, you know, cautious, you know, to who you talk to and, like you said, be in homework and stuff yeah. like that. But
0: So go, yeah, going back into your workshops.
2: Time,
0: like, oh, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was gonna just go, kind of going back into those into those workshops, though, Um can can you kind of introduce your workshops cuz i know i did the one in joshua tree which was just about the the milky way kind of stuff but i know you do so much more now you got the death valley stuff you have um i know i've seen the one for 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 the comet but i mean just kind of go introduce your your workshops
2: um well, i mean a lo- lot of them are astro based so like the the weekend ones that i do is like 5 hours 5 to 6 hours they're so usually on saturdays i do them like once a month and they typically they're they're in Joshua Tree or the Mo- or like Mojave Desert or Borrego. and depending on the cycle you know of if it's the milky way if it's milky way season mm-hmm. if it's uh you, you know we you know we focus on that you know you know either Orion or the milky way or star trails so yeah. like for like say for this weekend you know we're going to do we're going to focus more on star trails you know and um we, we know how we, I I you know I think we did that too where I have have certain techniques where you can get, you know, a really cool star trail image in one single shot. And I called it the four-on-four. Yeah. which It's like 40 minutes at F4 at 400 ISO with your noise reduction on, right? Yeah. And then if you had 50% moon or more, it would be at F11 at 100 ISO for 40 minutes. So there's certain techniques that we cover. And then everybody's like, no, dude, I'm not going to get any... Any good shots? I'm like, yes, you will. Yeah. I, I remember I told you to you at the very beginning of the night. Yeah, you guys are going to be pros by the end. But <laughs> yeah. The only thing that you're going to need help on is is your calm, right? Because that takes time. But yeah. technique wise, you know, you, this is the, this is how I shoot. Um, and I'm not, you know, a, because sometimes, I, you know, I've heard through other people that instructors you know hold back and tell you something but not tell. You know what I mean? Like, exactly give you all the information. How, how they shoot? Yeah. Yeah, there's a few people like that. I mean, probably not too much anymore because there's so much information out there. Um, but it's always best to learn live. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. YouTube or reading a blog, that's all good. But when you're in that live situation, it's totally hands different. Hands-on. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: I and, learn better hands-on. I, I just can't, comp- you know, I just can't read Holy something
2: to know like. and know it. Yeah. And I think I have a really good way, you know, I suck at a lot of stuff. But I know what I'm good at, and I think I have a really good way of translation translating the information pretty easy. Yeah, you know yeah. where it's like boom, 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 and everybody's like, okay. And we we'll do it as a team. We we but had a you, we had you,
0: you a, might a, a term that for that pattern. in the army, and it was it was called breaking it down Barney style, where oh, like it was the like
1: Flintstones. Yeah, they, That's yeah. Funny.
0: I think it was actually Barney the Dinosaur because it's like a kids' show. You know, like Barney oh. style, like super simple.
1: That aged me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I hear Barney, I think. Barney Brian Rubble, Barney and Fred, yeah. yeah,
2: Barney, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, hundred percent. You know, like your your style of breaking everything down and giving everybody that one on one truly is like it, it's it's super smooth, super easy, and very like very easy to comprehend.
1: Sign me up. I'm usually chasing toddlers. Yeah, so I'd you come out with
2: Travis field sometimes. Trip. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. We we can do the podcast out in Joshua Tree. Yes,
2: that would be good, that, dude. That would be sick. That'd be super rad. I mean, you know, things are getting better with the pandemic now, so hopefully by, you know, at least yeah. by late 2021, everybody will be vaccinated and feel better about stuff. Yeah. My groups are really small right now, and, you know, I really, I, I you know, right out the gate, I'm like, hey, guys, you, you know, let's practice. We always keep the masks on and, you know, practice the social distancing and stuff like that, so it's, yeah. it's kind of nice. And plus, we are outdoors, so yeah. it keeps it a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, there's those one day ones and then the Death valley ones it's like that's gonna be three days but that's you know i'm taking you to all the secret spots and um oh my spots but yeah. then we cover like focus stacking and how use filters and you know all the astro techniques that you know i've kind of explained and that's, and and, that's and of course, also
1: beyond my realm of I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm don't, so to Google that. Yeah. All of
2: that
0: stuff is absolutely amazing. That's that's if there's one more class that I want to take, it, it, it's that class with you because that's that's a huge thing. I've I mean, there's obviously a lot of things on YouTube about focus stacking and stuff like that, but there's a lot of things I don't realize, and I've tried it, and it's just it's it's a nightmare. So I feel like that I I, I need your class. So sign me up, Stan. S- yes. sign, us, sign us all up. sign us all up.
2: <laughs> It's all online. And then, yeah, and then uh, I'm going to do one in Iceland in November Ooh. with Viking oh, uh, photo tours. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Maybe you can come to that one, Travis. That one would be pretty sweet. Dude, um,
1: I need you to adopt me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need a 40 year old, especially with five foot 10 chick just to follow you around,
2: right? <laughs> there you go. I'm just got to dress one around.
1: I'll carry your stuff.
2: Um, yeah, especially with this new camera now that Alpha One. I cannot wait to get my hands on that tonight. Yeah.
1: So that you have something cool going on tonight and tomorrow, you said?
2: Yes. So you, I think Travis, you're friends with Jason Vong?
0: Um, yeah, I I, I, I don't really so. know him. I I don't think I've ever talked to him. But yeah, yeah, Jason Vong, yeah.
2: Yeah, you, Yeah. You, YouTube yeah. guy is one of my friends. But Sony had to let him the camera for a, a week. So what, I'm going to need him in a few hours, we're going to go out to Borrego Springs and we're going to test out. Oh man. Um, see, you know, under the night sky Astro. And then we're going to, cause I really want to see, I'm getting so many messages about um, noise. So yeah. we're going to compare the, you know, the alpha one against the A7R4 and the A7C. And then, you know, we're going to start at 800 ISO and, you know, go, you know, 2000, 4000, 5,000, yeah. 6400, 10,000. So, you know, I'm, just to see and I'll have all those examples and then Jason will as well. And then we're also going to do low no light video.
3: Oh man. Um, you
2: know, versus the S3. So this will be all real world stuff, you know, cause uh, the, I guess the embargo is, is off now so they can release, you know, actual images and video uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but then what's really cool is that Jason's letting me borrow it for a day and I'm going to make a, I'm going to try my best to, to create a killer surf alpha one film.
0: Oh man. I'm going to do that in the morning. That is, that is awesome.
2: With 30 frames per second. And I'm going to shoot in skinny color. Um, you know, and I'm gonna try to to do some 8K, obviously. and And then the 4k 120. I mean, for me, not to, not to switch gears here, but I've always, because I shoot photos and video, I'm a cinematographer, right? Yeah. And I, I do both equally. So, in the water when i have the a7r4 i get fomo because i want the 10 bit video
3: yeah because yeah. I, you know oh yeah and
2: then when i when i'm in the water with the s3 and have the 10 bit video i have fomo because for megapixels because yeah. it's only now 12 yep so yep. now this camera does it all oh and yeah. so it's literally the dream camera for surf photography because it's 30 freaking frames per second yeah that's compressed and 20 uncompressed which is amazing dude and i even think
0: i think i seen something on twitter from gerald undone who's another big youtuber um i think he did a timer of comparing how how long uh the sony alpha one can record and record 8k video without overheating and if i'm not mistaken if i seen the twitter post correctly it was two hours plus and he said Okay, you know, I, I guess it's it's time to turn it off. Like <laughs> it didn't blow like, up. <laughs> yeah, it didn't blow up. Didn't burn down. Hashtag Canon. Um, but shut it, up, it shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but it's just it's just seriously right. it is a remarkable camera. And just to kind of kind of come back a little bit, I mean, the stuff that again that Sony puts out as far as their products are amazing. The the S three is amazing. The Alpha one is revolutionary. The FX six is is amazing, but. When when was it like? Where did Sony come in for you? Like when did all that kind of happen? Um And how ha- how how did Sony find you?
2: Oh okay. Um. So that's funny because so I was remember I was talking to Aquatech and said Sony, you know, this is kind of where I want to be. I want to be yeah. shooting Sony, but they try to get me to go Nikon. <laughs> yeah. And then so. So when, the, when I was shooting Nikon, the A7 series came out. And then all of a sudden, the A7 series started popping, right? Yeah. And it was the first A7 and A7S. And so they're like, okay, now we have enough buzz. We'll make a housing for the A7. So immediate, I immediately got the A7. Boom. I was back on Sony. So yeah. I was shooting um, now Sony in the water and tagging it on Facebook and Instagram. And I just started my Instagram account. And I was in Zion one day. I don't even remember the year, dude. I, I can't even remember how long ago this was. Um, but one of the guys from Aquatech had my friend Brian called me and goes, Hey, Stan, Sony's trying to get a hold of you, and they want to know if they can use a photo of yours for the Instagram. I'm like, what? Really? And I look at the Instagram account. They had like 20 followers. Oh, Wow. Or like I'm not even joking, dude. It was like twenty or fifty followers. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, okay, me, at least so, me. so if you if you if you scroll all the way to the very start of their Instagram account, it'll probably take you hours. I'll have a photo down there. That's funny. And one it's awesome. probably one of the first photos. So that actually led in to the team reaching out to me when they built the Alpha Collective. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty much a grandfather in that group. I'm
0: one of the, <laughs> the <first>. OG, <laughs> the, the real OG right there. Yeah. So if if you totally don't mind, if, if you kind of want to help break that down, so what's kind of the difference between the Alpha Collective and an artisan of imagery, if you can even go into that?
2: Um. So, I mean, kind of a little bit. So <laughs> the art, the art, artisan side is it's kind of. I was saying, I'm not going to say older because Chris Burkhart's actually younger than me, <laughs> but you know. Um, but they've you know they've just made a name for themselves in like in a, in a bigger industry like Nat Geo, yeah. You know, like you know what I mean? Or, or they, the artisan theory, the the artisan lineup started before the Alpha Collective. Okay. The artisan started long time ago. The, the Alpha Collective came about, I guess, because of like social media. Oh, so yeah. the Alpha that Collective was more like an army kind of in a sense, yeah. where these other guys were kind of like the old cats, you know, like they've been using the older like DSLR. More traditional, you know, almost. You catch. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But it that, it you know it, it doesn't mean they're you know older or younger, because I mean, you could have start, you know, your career at 18 and, and been in Naggio, and now you're maybe in your early 40s, you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So, kind of like
2: how Chris is, you know, he, 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 he hit it early, you know? Yeah. So, you know, they're more the guy. They're more the people that do presentations, their education. I'm, I'm actually more of a hybrid, if to be honest, because a lot of the alpha Collective don't do workshops. They don't yeah. do presenting. You know what I mean? They only do more social media stuff. Like they're like, like the repping? face of a brand, repping, or yeah. you know, or they, or they have really big accounts. You know, my account is is not the biggest account, but it's a solid account. And and then on the side of that, I do. Education and I do presenting and stuff like that. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. you know what I mean. Um, to me, but that's why you kind of you know thought I was on the artisan side, but yeah, because like a lot of the collectives don't do that. They don't they don't dabble in that at all. There's a, I mean I can only name maybe ten, you know, and there's a hundred of us. You know, I mean I don't know um, how many people are doing that, but yeah, it's like so the artisans are more education presenters, people that have done many great things in the past you know what i mean yeah um or been with sony for a long time yeah
1: no it makes sense
0: no yeah and that's like i think the story of patrick murphy racy is really interesting because he did blogs online for sony well not really for sony at the time but he was he was was like a, a filmmaker and photographer back in the day um and Sony mm-hmm. come out with a, a, a specific camera that was able to do with this one kind of continuous shot, but keep the autofocus going on. Mm. Um, and they was the first ones to do that. I, I, I think uh, I'm probably butchering. So if 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 PMR is is listening to this, which <laughs> yeah. I doubt, but if he is, he's probably like, you're you're ruining my story. Um, no, he, he's seriously a great guy. Yeah, but um, but Sony actually reached out to him because of all the blogs that that he was kind of writing. It was like, hey, yeah. like, do you know like we actually like like read these things right and he's like no i i didn't know that at all yeah. <laughs> and he's like well you know you know you'd be, be expecting a call here here in the next couple of weeks or something like that so he he's got a very interesting story on how he kind of got into sony um which is i mean again just awesome on their part
1: we know travis we know
2: yeah they're, <laughs> they're their okay.
0: own story, right? <laughs> so so stan just to kind of give you a, a little little bit of backstory here kim is uh is a cannon shooter kim's photography again he she
1: judges me for it daily
0: i, I, I judge you for the camera but her photography is seriously absolutely phenomenal she exactly. she does all like the crazy kids families lifestyles like she does it all so she's a great photographer i just got to get it's her into a sony though, what <laughs> what sony do, would yeah. you recommend for her
2: <laughs> oh travis <laughs> I mean. I mean, what's your budget? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, My what's budget your budget? Has
1: been spent on many Canon lenses, and so now I'm screwed. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> I'm tracked. No, but you know, I, I you know, what's the funny thing is, I told that to so many people <laughs> in the last years. Like I said, dude, if you feel like you, you're gonna, you, you know, you're gonna move on the Sony, you better do it now because guess what? Those Canon and Nikon lenses that are going to be worth crap. Yeah. Because yeah. no one's gonna buy them. Right. Yeah. And the price is gonna drop. So sell your gear now and move to the new system now. Yeah, and a lot sir. of people didn't. And <laughs> I'll listen now, to them, now they want chose. to. They, now they're on <laughs> Sony, but now they tell me, "Dude, I regret that I should have listened to you two years ago," because yeah. there they was such a big move all of a sudden that now all that Canon and Nikon gear got slashed. Oh no! Yeah, in all I, the used gear. Yeah, yeah.
1: And even the mirrorless, I can't even um, transition to that because I'd even if it's Canon, because I'd still have to get like the.
2: New
0: lenses and stuff.
1: Or yeah. I mean,
2: even the A7C, which I use a ton. I, right now I have the A7C, which is a compact version of the A7 III, but better. It has more things you can do. And I have the A7S three. The A7C is very inexpensive, but such a good camera, you know? So it, 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 if that's like something, you know, you wanted to get into, like the eye autofocus, you can be because you shoot, lifestyle kind of stuff mm-hmm. it sounds like. I mean, I think that's all you need. Twenty four megapixels. It's it's fast, you know? I think and what, then you know, get yourself a twenty four to one oh five maybe to start off with. He's know? in it now. <laughs> yeah, he's in it.
1: Well my problem is that because it is kids and fast moving, like I have to I I worry about the transition between being on a camera that I know like the back of my hand and then having to learn something completely. I mean, and to be honest, I barely know my Canon. If we're being honest, (laughs) because I'm kind, I learned on film, and so I'm like as basic as I can be about it. I'm surprised that any of it yeah. comes out even remotely decent. Oh, whatever, kid! But no, I'm being serious. Like, because oh, Tra- I really just you, use you have
2: Travis. <laughs> you can you can pick his brain. So, <laughs> right.
0: I know everything that Stan knows. Sony, if <laughs> yeah, you're listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally <laughs> just kidding. Nice try. Nice try. <laughs> nice try. No. Um. So, Stan, man. Um. Thank you. Thank you for this yeah, podcast, man. I, I really do yeah, appreciate. Man, it. I I, I know you got a lot going on with with Jason and just your surf stuff. So stand it. I mean, if you could, man, please rep yourself here on this. Tell us your socials. Tell us your website. Tell us the Facebook. Um, and please, like, like, give give people like what 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 they want. All right, just g- give it all. Give Spill it the all. beans. All
2: right, all right. Well, I mean, my social stuff is. Uh, I mean, I'm basically. I post very, I mean, basically daily on Instagram. So that's uh, just Dan Moniz, that's my name. And then my YouTube channel, I'm I'm actually pushing out a lot of videos. I just pushed out a um, killer Joshua Tree video. Oh! I, I caught it in the snow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it's I saw that? Yeah. Freaking amazing! I, I, I just put out the like the full version, and there was like a you know a bucket list shot I was going for, and I got it. So you know I'm doing that and it's more on the adventure side of stuff it's not really reviews i mean i do a little bit of that but then i'm going to start to get more into the tutorial stuff too like you know teaching people how i you know use filters and this and that just like at my workshop so it's just um if you type in youtube it's just backslash Stan Moniz. you'll find me there and And then facebook is Stan Moniz photography Yeah. yeah yeah please do and then uh and then my main website is just um, danmoniz.com, and you'll find my you know my fine art because I do sell prints. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm metal metal prints, to metal fine art prints. And then I have my blog, which I do a lot of, like, geeking out on um, gear there and, okay. and some tutorial stuff. And then my workshop page where you'll find everything that's super current. And then my gear page. My gear page is really cool. That's one thing that I get asked all the time. So i finally, I made a gear page a while back, and I just sent people my, my my gear page link yeah, know, yeah that's because then I, I, I constantly change it, yeah, and um yeah i mean it's it's pretty much all there. I kind of got dialed in and like I said, the YouTube thing I'm actually pushing out way more, so if you guys wanna head over there and subscribe, uh you know you'll catch a lot of cool stuff so i i I'm definitely you know and I consider myself more of a nature journalist. Yeah, photojournalist, you would say, and I'm always chasing weather. If something is crazy, you know, like lightning or, you know, first winter storms, severe winter storms, I'm on it, and I'm creating more video on the side of it. Like, you know, so it's really fun.
1: I was going to say my stupid question is, like, living in Hawaii and all these warm places, when you first had to go to Canada, were you like, holy crap, it's cold here? (laughs)
3: Like, what did you think? it
2: It was bad. It was bad. It was fun for the first few days.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, I've never seen snow. <laughs> Look at the snow. Yeah. And I'm
2: like, I hate this place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you know why they all uh, drink so yeah, much. I mean, like, I,
2: like I said, that, that's another story. Yeah, That, that can take up hours. And, okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's cool being in both. I it's like, fun to I travel, like, but I want to like go home. here because you have seasons. Yeah. Yeah, you have seasons in California. Hawaii, you don't have any seasons. It's yeah. Just it's nice always... and warm, mm-hmm. you know? Perfect. Well,
0: what, what a shame! Just I having know,
2: it's constantly good what a <laughs> Right. Shame.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again, everybody. Um, that that was St- Stan. Stan the man, as I like to call him. Um. So, yep. Thank you, everybody. We will catch you all on the next episode of the Bourbon and Boca Podcast.